Hello, and welcome to the podcast, the Nazi Bell Time Machine Podcast. I picked this specific topic because it was outlandishly crazy and goofy, but looking into it, it might actually hold some water. Let's take a look at some evidence. On the outside of uh, Poland, uh, a small town in Poland, lies the strange circular structure thought to be the supports of a cooling tower for a coal plant in World War II. It's known as the Hinge. Some people believe that the high German command wouldn't waste so much military assets on a coal plant. And other people believe that the structure was used to support the Glocke, or the Bell. Scientists Hermann Overthen and Vermin von Braun and others were involved in the creation of a bell-shaped craft that was electromagnetic in its propulsion. During the end of the war, Hitler advi- or, uh, wanted wonder weapons made to try to turn the tides of war, and most of them were never finished, and this is just one of them. Most of them were never finished, and they don't know what they were making for sure. Uh, it's a German wonder weapon, or Wunderwaffe. It could change the tide of war, even in its final moments, so to say. The craft was 10 feet high and 5 feet in di- or diameter, according to surviving sketches. Though, it's not very aerodynamic, because it's a bell-shaped. They say that it could have been a Nazi time machine. According to Albert Einstein, it was theoretically possible for a time travel to exist, and for the human kind to discover it and use it. The entire operation and its captain, Hans Kammler, disappeared near the end of the war. Which is strange, because Hans was offered immunity if he defected over to the Allies during World War II. And he disappeared at the end of the war. Theorists believe that he took the bell with him to the moon to set up a secret Nazi base, or maybe even the future. People seen a flying craft years later in Pennsylvania that looked like the bell. Could it be that Nazis perfected such a craft, or were aliens dressing up as Nazis? Now, that all sounds crazy, but we could dive even further to Nazis owning Taco Bell or something like that. Um, other scientists were involved. Uh, let me see. A variety of unusual and anomalous aerial phenomenon were recorded or witnessed by both Axis and Allied personnel in World War II. Some cases, Allied intelligence and commanders suspected that Foo Fighters reported in the European theater represented advanced German aircraft or weapons, particularly given that Germans had already developed such technology. Technolo- I can't say it. Advances in technology as the V-1 and V-2 rockets. And the first operational jet-powered ME-262 fighter planes. And that a minority of Foo Fighters seemed to have inflicted damage to Allied aircraft. Similar sentiments regarding German technology resurfaced in 1947, sometime after the war was over. With the first wave of flying saucer reports and after Kenneth... Arnold's widely reported close encounter with nine crescent-shaped objects moving at a high velocity. Personnel of Project Sign, 
The first U.S. Air Force UFO investigation group noted that the advanced flying wing aeronautical designs of the German Horton brothers were similar to UFO reports. Could it be that Nazis discovered and made this kind of technology, and that's why people are recording flying discs all over the place ever since World War II ended? Like the incident in Roswell, New Mexico. Could that be connected to Diglockin? Did Nazis crash in Roswell, New Mexico? And if so, did the government try to hide it up and try to cover up that there's evidence of space Nazis? Uh, the craft in particular, and this scenario, uh, is a circular plane shape, rotating turbines, 49 feet long, which is crazy, and people said they've uh, seen it in Czechoslovakia, or he fled to Czechoslovakia, Rudolf Schrevinger. Um, yeah, that's about it.